Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. This morning, 10 a.m. my time, 1 p.m. in the afternoon for those of you on the East Coast, I was on The Right Hook with George Hook. It is a very famous talk show, the number one rated talk show in Dublin, Ireland. Went to Dublin years ago. I met George. I was on there with conservative talk show host out of Boston, Michael Graham, and we sparred. And then George started having me on regularly, and I guess he had lost the love because I hadn't heard from those guys since uh, last year sometime. So they called me and asked me if I would come on the show this morning to talk about a story that somebody sent me. And i got to be honest, the day they sent it to me, I was just so busy and there was so much going on news-wise that I, 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 you know, I read it and I thought, oh, God, that's awful. Got to talk about it on the show. And um, I decided, quite frankly, because it's almost the end of the week. And I know some of you might say, there's more breaking news than this that you never call in about when we talk about. Uh, and I'm going to be on vacation next week. We'll tell you the lineup. We have great live hosts sitting in every day. Um, but I, I thought, let's do it. Let's do it before I get out of town and before the weekends. And, you know, we've had a couple of uh, dead-ish new day, news days, except for the Patriot Act. So uh, let's see what happens with this. And I wanted to talk to you about it because I feel very strongly about this. And this is an issue that is not going to come down to Democrat and Republican. This is an issue where many of you will disagree with me. And I think many of you will agree with me. And I don't think that the agreement or disagreement will be based along party lines at all, okay? Here is the deal. There is a woman by the name of Tahera Ahmad. She is Muslim. She is a Muslim-American chaplain at Northwestern University. She's highly educated. She teaches courses on interfaith relations, on countries getting along, people getting along, in addition to being chaplain, Northwestern University, one of the uh, you know more prestigious universities uh, in the country, uh, Northwestern in Chicago, and uh, she is highly educated, highly respected in her field at the university within her community. Um, she is a, an extremely um, upstanding men- member of society. She is American, and on top of that, uh, she gives back. I mean, because she teaches. Um, you know, young minds in, in college at Northwestern University. Anyway, um, Tahara Ahmad was on a plane on United Airlines. And United Airlines is an American airline. It's not American Airlines. It's an American-owned, operated, and run airline. And I point that out because this is essential for this topic. So she's on a plane, okay? She is going from Chicago to D.C., not a huge flight, It's not an international flight. She's not flying to Pakistan and to Syria, to Yemen, Saudi Arabia, 
She's flying to D.C. And the cart comes around. You know, the flight attendants come by with the cart. And you can have your free drinks. You can pay for the booze. And sometimes, if you're lucky, you get those peanuts or pretzels or check mix type thing. Or you can pay to purchase food like those little fruit and cheese things that I buy sometimes. Anyway, she wanted a Diet Coke. And she asked, can you not open it? Because she wanted to drink it later. Okay. The guy next to her ordered a beer, and he didn't want it opened. They handed him a beer unopened. So she ordered a Diet Coke and said, you know, I don't want you to open it. The flight attendant, who she asked and who was offering her the soda, refused to give her an unopened can of soda. Are you ready for this? You're ready for this, okay? Because the flight attendant said, this woman, a Muslim, and you could tell because she covers her head in a scarf, which is called a hijab, she said, it could be used as a weapon. What? Now, at first, many of us would think this is a skit from Saturday Night Live. How could somebody be so ignorant? How could somebody be so prejudiced? How could somebody be so discriminatory and so openly discriminatory? How can somebody be so stupid? How can somebody be so foolish? And I go on and on and on. Now, George Hook, the host of that show in Dublin, Ireland, I was on this morning. Irish people are, for the most part, extremely liberal, to the left of me many times. But George disagreed with me on this. He thought that anything that would protect a life should be done. But hold on. Let's talk about this. And let's go further. I'm going to give you the information, and I have some things I want to say about this. First of all, what happened to the flight attendant? Well, there were reports she was fired. She was not. She actually will no longer be serving United customers, and they've sent her for, quote, sensitivity training. I lived in Chicago, worked at a radio station. They made us spend the whole damn weekend. I had family visiting. My boss, sorry if you're listening and you know who you are, was such an SOB to me. I said, can I please not go both days so I could spend time with my family who have spent the money to fly in and visit me in Chicago and don't know the way around and what they're doing and they don't have a car because I was supposed to drive them. Could you please let me have one of the days off? No. I've been to sensitivity training. Working for that radio station, I went to sensitivity training in Chicago working for a different radio station and I got to tell you something, as a woman who has a Jewish father, a Christian mother, married a man who was raised in a Muslim family, Adopted a child from Pakistan, so I've got a brown kid and a white kid. My father was a jazz musician, and his best friend was black with a white wife, and I was called a a, a kike and an end lover, and you name it. And I grew up an extremely liberal, loving all people, love sees no color household, okay? And, you know, I I have to tell you, sensitivity training is a bunch of BS. And the reason I say that, is if you are prejudiced, training isn't going to change that. You can change that. Education trains that and experiences with the individual or segment of the population you're prejudiced against. That changes it. Don't believe me? Look it up. It's proven. But aside. So she, the flight attendant from United Airlines, United Airlines has apologized for this incident involving this woman, this passenger. Her claim She was discriminated against because she was denied the unopened can of Coke on that flight. Now, she is not saying she was discriminated against because she was denied the unopened can. She 
was denied the unopened can, and the flight attendant didn't think it, didn't whisper it to her coworker, said it to the woman. I'm sorry, I can't give you an unopened can because it could be used as a weapon. Yeah, but the white guy sitting next to me got an open, unopened beer, and all these other people around me got some cans that are unopened, and you're just doing this to me because you're assuming I'm Muslim because I'm wearing a hijab. We'll get to that in a minute too, okay? So she's going to receive sensitivity training. Ready for this? An additional sensitivity training. That's funny as well. Before returning to her position. So this is a slap on the hand, okay? She's not going to be serving United Airlines customers in the future, so what do they do? Throw her in the baggage department? Now, this happened last week on Friday. Like I said, I got the information last week. Tahara Ahmad, that Muslim-American chaplain at Northwestern University, was not given a can of Diet Coke, she requested, because, quote, passengers may use it as a weapon on the plane. Man next to her receives an unopened can of beer, and she protested. A fellow passenger yelled, quote, you Muslim, you need to shut the F up. You know you would use it as a weapon. What? Okay. She was wearing the headscarf and hijab, flying from Chicago to D.C. Okay. And she is being uh, represented by uh, an attorney in this dispute. There's been a press conference yesterday. Did you watch it? Doubtful. How many press covered it? Doubtful. And the pilot and the flight attendant have apologized to her. Now, both the United Airlines and the company that was operating the flight initially characterized it as, quote, a misunderstanding regarding a can of diet soda. But, and, and by the way, they trivialized it on social media. Now United says, well, we've apologized verbally, and we're going to write her a letter of apology. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Bravo. Aren't you lovely? Aren't you lovely? And the flight attendant no longer going to serve United customers. That doesn't mean that she doesn't harbor prejudice and isn't, you know, nasty toward people of a different religion that she is blaming for something that happened on September 11th that didn't include this professor at Northwestern University. I get upset. Let me tell you why I get upset. I can't stand ignorance. I can't stand stupidity. I hate it. Need to rid the world of it. Adolf Hitler had it against Jews. And for people that think all Muslims are bad... How, how are you, those of you that are blaming and taking out your anger on an incident that happened years ago where over 3,000 people died at the hands of 19 males that perverted a religion and came from Saudi Arabia. They were not American, highly qualified and educated professors who were highly regarded at Northwestern University. May I go on? Now, she wasn't wearing that scarf. They would have given her the unopened can. That's clearly discriminatory. Wearing the scarf on your head, that identified her as a Muslim. However, not all Muslims, especially in the United States, not all Muslim women wear the headscarf. Can I tell you some other people who wear the head covering? Portuguese, Italian, and Spanish women, when they're in mourning, they wear either, and, and, and little Russian women, they wear like a black handkerchief around their head. And sometimes a lace covering on their head because they're in mourning. Some of them wear it their whole lives. My mom's from Sicily. That, my mom's from Sicily. Some of my aunties did that. They're probably still doing it now. In addition to that, there are women who actually wear like a headscarf. If you look at Grace Kelly in North by Northwest in the car with Cary Grant, beautiful woman. She puts her head in a headscarf. It's not a hijab, but it looks like one. Some cancer Why? patients also um, wear them. 
because the, you know they lose right, their right. hair for chemotherapy. Right, because they find them more attractive than yeah, like a skull cap or something. My mom wore that for a while. So, right. You yeah. Know. So yeah, some people wear a, you know a scarf. Okay. Um, gypsies wear them. Amish women wear them. Mary, the mother of Jesus, wore one. Look at her statue. That is a hijab, my friend. May not like it, but that's what it is. Orthodox women will sometimes wear scarves instead of a wig. And, of course, there are women who do it for fashion, and there are people like me that have put a scarf on their head because my hair looks like crap and I haven't washed it, and sometimes people recognize me from TV. And even if they didn't, some of us cover our heads, whether it's a baseball cap with a scarf, and sometimes some of us, myself included, have taken a scarf and putting it, put it over our heads because we're cold. Okay? There are so many issues within this issue. One, two. Could you find me one incident throughout the world where anybody was attacked with a can of Diet Coke opened or otherwise. Oh, I'm not joking here. I know you probably, some of you probably, you know, you know, pee in your pants laughing right now over such a stupid question. Do you understand? If my question is stupid, the assertion that, that she could kill somebody with that is stupid. Can I tell you what we could kill somebody with, by the way? Because these are things I think about when I'm standing in line taking off my shoes and my belt. And when the underwear bomber was out, I thought, oh, my God, what's next? I'm going to get fully butt naked in front of these TSA people. Thank God we didn't. In my purse right now, which I can bring on the plane, I have a nail file. I could kill you with it. I have keys. I could kill you with it. I have a cell phone. I could kill you with it. I have a compact where I can look at myself in the mirror, I could smash the mirror, take it, and I could slit your throat and kill you with it. I have little bottles, three ounces or less. You can put poison in three bottles. You can put bomb-making materials in three or four bottles that all fit in that Ziploc bag. Go to the restroom, put it all together. And by the way, you could put it together in an unopened, in a, in not an unopened, in an opened Coke can. Because you could sit with your open can of Diet Coke, as they wanted her to have, chug the Diet Coke, go into the bathroom, mix your little chemistry kit from your bag, three ounces or less, that you were allowed to bring on the plane, and blow that plane and everybody on it to kingdom come. I have a lot of questions, and I want to hear from you this afternoon. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-6537-543. First of all, was this woman discriminated against on this flight, yes or no? I say yes, absolutely. We have a Civil Rights Act. We have a First Amendment freedom of speech. And we have laws and lawsuits regarding prejudice and discrimination. United Airlines, this flight attendant should know better. And somebody who screams that nasty thing, you're a Muslim, blah, 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 really. And then they came for me, my friend, and then they came for me. This woman was not one of the 19 hijackers. This woman is not a terrorist. This woman should not be blamed and not not in a juvenile, prejudicial, thug-like criminal manner, in my opinion, have our wrath taken out on her for the sins of people like ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and those 19 guys that brought down those towers and took those lives on 9-11. And by the way, I'm sure they're being handled if you believe in an afterlife. I'm sure those 19 are burning in hell need not burn a woman in hell by discriminating against her and saying something nasty. How ludicrous. Like she's going to smash a a can of Diet Coke. It could be used as a weapon. What about the hockey sticks you can take on a plane? What about the golf clubs you can take on a plane? 
What about, oh, by the way, some of the toys that my son had as a toddler, if he whipped it at your head, oh, man, that was a weapon. Those Matchbox cars, those can hurt. I've been hit in the head one. Uh, or how one. about the TSA test that just happened when 95% of things got yeah. through, including fake bombs? Yeah, fake bombs get through. Yeah, fake bombs get through. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Uh, you know, as, as, as a woman who has friends that have had extremely terrible PMS or menopausal rage, they don't need a weapon. Ten. They've got fingernails, and just the screaming alone would kill you. Now, was the woman from United Airlines a discriminated against 8886 Leslie? And was that flight attendant right for not serving her that Coke unopened? Do you think that a diet can, a can of Diet Coke unopened can be used as a weapon? Oh, by the way, if you open it, you got that little clip. You can use that to slit somebody's throat, too. I'll demonstrate later. We'll be back. Maria in Santa Fe, line one. Maria, good afternoon. Happy Thursday. What's your take on this? Hi, Leslie. Um... You know, I try not to call you too often because I like to hear from others, but this is a topic that I'm just passionate about. Um, I feel like all of the employees and staff from United Airlines should have some kind of restructuring or something because this happened not with um, a Muslim, but with a Hispanic man. We were coming back from New Jersey into New Mexico, and the flights were all delayed, and the man didn't speak English, and he was panicked. And he was trying to tell the flight attendant that he had another flight to catch and that he was afraid he was going to miss it. And she yelled at him and told him, no, speak Spanish. What don't you understand about that? Jimmy Chunga. And it just floored me because the man was so nervous as it was and scared. And so, thank God I'm bilingual. I went and I told him, you know, all the flights are delayed. You'll be okay. And it just, it left such a bad feeling with me. I could kick myself. Okay. I say Maria, I am, I am dying. I don't even want to go to break because I'm going to hear your story, but I have to. So can you, I mean, for the rest of the story. So can you hang on and uh, we'll get part two right after this. We are back and we are back uh, with your calls. If you're holding, hang tight. You want to join us, 888-6-LESLIE is uh, the number. Let's go to Maria in Santa Fe once again. So, Maria, please continue your story. And can you go back just a little bit uh, and reiterate for people that have just tuned in or may have forgotten during the break? Okay. So we were flying in from New Jersey into New Mexico, and there was a delay in the flight. And there was a man who didn't speak any English who was really nervous because he was afraid he was going to miss the flight that he was supposed to catch after that one. And he was trying to ask the flight attendant about it. And she got really angry with him and yelled, What part of no speak of Spanish don't you understand? Chimichanga. And he was really afraid and he didn't know what was going on. And there were several people who were bilingual on the plane. And instead of going to them and saying, Hey, would you mind helping me? translate with this or whatever she humiliated this man and afterwards like i helped him thank god i'm bilingual and you know i was able to tell him that all the flights were delayed but afterwards i thought oh my god you know this man paid for his flight just like everybody else and he had done or said nothing to deserve this kind of humiliation discrimination 
hatefulness, you know, it, it just it irritates me and it irks me. It didn't hit the press because this man was obviously not anybody from a university or something. I did talk to one of the uh, managers. I don't know what they call them. But it was like, okay, ma'am, thank you for letting us know. I know nothing was done about it. I know. And if they really think that a Coke or a soda carbonated drink can be a weapon. Then why are they serving it? Thank you. Yeah. Right. right. You know what? I'm sure that hockey stick in the overhead can't be. Oh, yeah. Or golf club. I take my crocheting stuff with me. Yep. My crocheting needles. Yep. Or the Swiss, Army, the Swiss Army knife with a real knife on it. Oh, yeah. That, you know, because cause when the flight attendant's walking by with that Swiss Army knife, somebody could knife her. Well, it sounds like she deserves to, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody deserves that. <laughs> But she deserves. No, I think no. she does. I think she deserves to be fired. And quite frankly, um, I have to make a, a flight. My husband's been bugging me to make for you know us actually for Thanksgiving. He always likes me to book way in ahead, and I will not. Uh, I will not book it on United Airlines. Even though I'm going to pay a little bit more to book a, to go on a different airline, uh, just because Amen, of this. Because I'm I'm with you. That's exactly. I'm flying out to New Jersey again at the end of June, and I will not fly with them. All right. Well, that, you know, and that's where we have our power, right? You know, we have the power with our, we can discriminate with our money, uh, with our wallets, our purses. Thank you, Maria. And thank you for sharing that. And uh, very nice of you to help that gentleman. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. David's online too. David, good afternoon. Hi. Hello, everybody. Um, Thank you for taking my call. Uh, A couple of things. Uh, Most definitely, I mean, it's, you know, common sense and a no brainer. She was definitely discriminated against. Um, the second thing, and I know this is a bit controversial, but you made reference to the 19 hijackers. Um, several documentaries have stated and provided proof that several of the so-called 19 hijackers have come forward and said, you know, this is me. I was not on that flight. Uh, so no, I, again, I think, no, what you're referring to, I've seen some of that. What you're referring to is, and I've lived in some of these Islamic nations, um, uh-huh. There are many, for example, I'll give you an example. Okay, when I, was, when I was in Egypt, my driver, and you do have a driver, do you know what I mean, to be safe, the hotel provides one, they're very inexpensive, so it doesn't sound like I'm, you know, an elitist living like a queen, um, had the exact same name as right. like 50 other people. I'm not just talking first name, I'm talking first, middle, last. It's very common because uh, the names are chosen. You know, there was a time if you um, were Catholic, Christian, that you were named after, like, one of the apostles. There was a time, if you were African-American, you were named after a president or the owner of your plantation, your, uh, you know, mm-hmm. your slave owner, um, the person who enslaved you. Uh, and uh, there, there, you know, was a time that, for example, um, uh, you know, every, I, I, I have met a woman who lives in Chicago, as a matter of fact, who has five sisters. She's Italian from Italy, and all six of them are named Maria. Now, they have different middle names, Maria, blah, 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 Maria, blah, blah. And I say this because my husband, who was brought up in a Muslim family, who has a Muslim name, even though he does not practice Islam, when we go to the airport, there are like thousands of people with his name, and some of them are on lists, and most of them are not. And we sometimes have to sit there for a while while they scroll through. So a lot of people have duplicate names, but no, those 19 are the 19. Okay, yeah. Um, Again, it's very controversial, and I agree with you. uh, The names are definitely um, a whole bunch of them. All right, well, great. Thank you for taking my call, and uh, love your show. 
Oh, thank you, and thank you for joining us, David. Uh, call us again. 888 Leslie, 888-653-7543 is the number. When we finish with a call, your cue to call through. When a line opens up, that means the line's available. We just finished with David and Maria, so we have a line or two available. Call us now. Carol in Cleveland is on line four. Um, uh, Carol, uh, what, do you th- what do you think about this uh, new type of weapon, a can of Diet Coke? And if that's the case, why are they selling cans of soda, period? That's a good question. Uh, my reaction was the flight attendant did what? She refused her to serve her a what? A, you know. a, a diet coke? No, but she would have yeah. served, served it if she could open it. The thing was, I understand this. The woman, uh, you know, I've read interviews. With, the woman had her laptop on her tray because she was going. She was working, doing her emails like so many people do. And, you know, where else do you put the can of soda? So she wanted to yeah. put it in the thing where you shove your magazines and, you know, your cell phone or whatever uh, behind yeah. the seat, uh, in, 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 behind the seat in front of you. And she didn't want it to spill. And the guy next to her did the same thing, but he did it with a beer. Yeah. And you know what also bothered okay. But You want know to know what bothered me? One man yelled out as I shared that terrible thing. You know, you're a Muslim. Yeah. You know you would use it as a weapon. Two things bothered me. One, nobody said anything to him. Why didn't anybody stand up and say, you know what, we're better than that? That you know, this nation's a melting pot. We have freedom of speech. She she's not responsible for the sins of you know ISIS or 19 terrorists on 9/11. Um, you know, and and two, um, why didn't anybody stick up for her before he said that even? Uh, hey, my question is, if she was going to use the can of soda as a weapon, she could have just as easily reached and grabbed the guy's can of beer. Or she could have she could have grabbed another uh, can off the cart, or she could have gone to the restroom and when the cart's sitting in the back, grabbed it. I agree with you. Very easy. Yeah, uh, and I, I'll tell you, I'm glad the name has, of the airline has come up, and I'm with y'all. I think um, we should all take our business away from United. Okay. okay so, yeah. Yeah. And so this is the result. I mean, that was absolutely uncalled for. Now we have no. We don't have any control, and I know people get stupid when they're packed into sardine cans, okay? Uh, it's hard to, much as we'd love sometimes to uh, staple the one guy's passenger's mouth shut, we're better than that, okay? Yeah, and you know what? Seri- seriously, where are the men? Where are the real men? Because to me, a real man would have been a gentleman and would have stood up and said, you know what, give me. You know what? If I was sitting next to what I would say, and I'm not a hero, I yeah. would I would say, can uh, I I would say, um, you know what? Can you give me the can? Yeah. And if she said, or you know, because that guy got a bottle, I I would give her mine. But you know, I I would I'm a mouthy person. I think you know, yeah. all can know that. I would mouth off. I would mouth off. I know I would, but to yeah. not to the point we're going to get the plane. But seriously, where where is anybody that stood up for her? You know what? This is why the Nazis were able to murder over 11 million people. This yeah. is, you know what? This, you know what? This is why, you know, Jonestown stood and 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 drank Kool Aid and, and and give it to their children. This is why we're weak. Everybody says, yeah. oh, we're America. We're so big and we're strong and we're proud. We're only big and proud on Twitter when we're talking about dropping bombs on ISIS. But the reality is most of us 
are weak little Weasley mouses. And this proves it, unfortunately. And I am d- very ashamed of my fellow American for not hearing anybody, not one, not one, not one person stood up for her. And by the way, this is exactly what happened in World War II. And this is what happened when they took little Anne Frank screaming out of her home in Amsterdam. Her neighbors stood by and watched. Yep. And Nazi, that's why the, uh, speaking of the Nazis, uh, there was a, uh, Lutheran minister in Germany who was told his, the organist of his church was free to turn, give hand signals to the Nazis. Felt free to give hand signals to the Nazis to get the guy arrested. Catholic Church gave he passports the to not, the Catholic Church uh, gave pa- passports to uh, Nazis that were Catholic to escape to South America. That's why you have, yeah. if you look in some of the areas like Argentina, such a huge German lineage in that population. All right, Carol, thank you, my dear. Call me again. It was good uh, hearing from you. Uh, let's get to uh, let's see who's up next. Reggie in Georgia. Reggie, good afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry, Reggie, line five. Oh, how you doing, Lily? Happy Thursday. Good. Happy Thursday to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you know exactly where this, all this Islamophobia coming from comes from. I think it's coming from, shall we say, the media and the movies and TV shows like such as Twenty Four and radio talk shows like you know Rush Limbaugh, Laura Ingram, uh, Dana Loge, uh, Glenn Beck, Alex Jones, and then you have commentators, Fox News commentators like of such as uh, Ann Coulter and your good old friend, yours and mine, Pamela Geller. I'm sure you know what happened with her recently in uh, 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 Texas, right? And Yes, I, I do. I refuse to speak yes. on the same stage with that woman. I was invited to speak at something in New York at one time. And I have to say, this woman wants ISIS to come to her front door and kill her. And ISIS doesn't know who she is, and they're not going to do it. I'm not defending ISIS. I'm simply saying, you know... There was a guy named Alan Berg, a talk show host years ago in Denver, Colorado. People who are older will remember him. There was a movie made about his life by Oliver Stone called Talk Radio. As a matter of fact, in my studio, I just turned around. I can see it behind me. And for those of you, when I fill in for Tom Hartman and you watch me on Free Speech TV, you can even see uh, that poster behind me in my studio. Um, In in Talk Radio, the movie, and in real life, Alan Berg, a a Jewish man and talk show host, had some skinhead neo-Nazis call him who were anti-Semites, and they used to get into it, and he would egg them on. Oh, yeah, why don't you come down here and say that to my face? Oh, yeah, why don't you do this? Well, one day they did, and they only actually they they shot him in front of his car. Right. And he died. Yes. I mean, you can't do that because that's illegal and against the law. You know that as well as I do, right? No, but I'm saying when you talk about Pamela Geller, I feel that she's trying to egg on much like Alan. You know, people want attention. Yes. And and they want, you know, like she, I, I don't know if she wants to die to prove in her opinion that, you know, Islam is evil and all Muslims are evil and, you know, they're just going out killing people. But something that disproved that was she had a Muhammad caricature contest in that town in Texas. Right. And only two bad people showed up and she wasn't hurt. The man who was hired to protect her, as we know, was two people. Because if the thousands of Muslims in this country were so violent or throughout the world, wouldn't they have all descended upon that little shindig in Texas? Right. And I heard that one of them, I heard that one terrorist organization even threatened to decapitate her head. Nobody, actually, no. They they were investigating those threats and found that there were no threats. These are threats that she, she, again, this is like a kid, you know, who pretends that something's going to happen to them for attention. 
like, so these are the threats, the exact same threat that she made up, you know. Yeah, there was no, there was no, nobody could, uh, as a matter of fact, when you see that there's an investigation into threats. Yeah. To me, right away, right away, that's a red flag. They're probably not true. Because often you will just hear in the media there were threats made and then they show the threats. Right. They right. quote the threats and they right. quote the source of the threats. Yeah. Right. Haven't, hasn't Ann Coulter said the exact same things about this? No. They want to be threatened because it would up, up their name and up their game and up their cause. And I, I'm sorry, but she's too small potatoes. Um, you know, for, for ISIS, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm being, you know, quite honest. I mean, you know, ISIS wants to, you know, have a journalist. Uh, They don't want to have some, which some people perceive, you know, uh, you know, a raving lunatic type uh, housewife, you know, who hates, uh, you know, all Muslims, that, that would be too easy. Right. And what if, what if any of, what if any any of those people on the plane and they asked for an, and they asked for a can of, an open can of whatever. Any of who people? Any of the people that I just described, Pamela Geller, Ann Coulter, all the rest. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, Reggie. Honestly, even even though I may not agree with the politics of Ann Coulter, right. and you know, I don't understand why she's such a you know a, a winning author. I've read pieces of her book. No offense, Ann. I know I see you at Fox, but just not impressed. And then and then the other one who you know it was like you know okay you know my kids are grown. I'm a housewife. I got to do something. Let's hate all Muslims because you know that's what we need is more hate between Jews and Muslims. It's, it's just terrible. But at, at the end of the day, nobody should be discriminated against in this nation. It's against the law, regardless of how stupid or ignorant they may be, regardless of their politics, regardless if they're divas, and regardless of their religion or how they are dressed. We'll be back right after this. We are back. I have some emails. One says, Muslims massacre people in Boston trying to save a family day in Boston, uh, 2013, not referring to 9-11. And I said in the email to him, so all Muslims need to be punished for their crimes? I mean, seriously. Seriously. Are all the Dugers child molesters because one brother was? Now, in Boston, one is dead. One has been sentenced to death. This woman had nothing to do with 9-11. This woman had nothing to do with the Boston bombing. And Muslims were wounded in both the Boston bombing and killed and wounded on 9-11 as well. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. If you know, if you hate somebody, I understand. But you know, we all hate people. I do too. Hate's a strong word, but it goes, you know, without saying we're all human, and you know, we have things and people that we hate or dislike strongly. But just the the root of prejudice and discrimination are ignorance. And Dave says, when's the last time you flew on an airplane? Also, to support into a club. Well, flying Monday. Last time I was on an airplane was a couple of weeks ago. Mark, this this makes you laugh, right? Um. And, you know, and have you ever traveled to other countries? Okay. I have lived in Pakistan, Israel, Mexico. I have traveled to Canada, Mexico, Central America, Israel, Jordan, Egypt, England, Spain, Greece, France, Morocco. I have also traveled to Taiwan, Singapore, Pakistan, India. Where am I missing? Mark, what am I missing? (laughs) <laughs> Every, I mean, Germany it everywhere. It was okay. the wrong thing right. for the guy to so, bring up. Because he's 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 talking about traveling to other countries, not speaking. I've been to countries where I speak the language, countries where I don't speak the language, and countries where I try to speak the language and butcher it massively and miserably. And he said, also just poured into a cup, okay. Um, and she and, and and that's not true. It depends which plane you're on. Some planes give you just the cup. Some planes give you the cup with the can, and some planes do just give you the can. 
I've flown on so many airlines, the real cheap ones, and I've flown every class of service there is on every airline. Let's get back to the calls. 888 6 I hope that answers that. We go to Jim in Vegas, line one. Jim, how are you? Hey, Leslie, I, I, we listen to your show every day in Las Vegas in the swimming pool. You do? So, and how come I'm never invited for a swimming cocktails, huh? Well, I don't know if uh, you can get a soda on the plane, but there's two, <laughs> things, there's two things you're missing here. I okay. have ordered bottle, uh, Diet Coke in a can on planes, and more than not, they will not give me the can. They'll pour it into a little cup. Sometimes I smuggle in a little miniature bottle, which you're not supposed to, but you can if you want to, and make my own drink. On They will not give you... The can. Now, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. Uh, recently, when I flew with my two kids, I have kids who are seven oh. and eight, so they're very close in age, nine and a half months apart. Irish twins, very competitive. My daughter was sleeping next to me. My son was wide awake next to my husband, and we never let them drink soda. So on flights, we let them, and it's like, oh my god, like it's like you know, uh, seriously, it's like sex for these kids. So my my son says. You know, and my husband only let them have Sprite Zero because it has no sugar, just as chemicals, right? So right. My, my son got a Sprite Zero, and the lady said to me, and what would she like? Because she was sleeping. I said, um, she'll have a Sprite Zero. I said, but can I just have the can so that when she wakes up, she can have it because I have nowhere to put it because I had my laptop on my tray, and she handed it to me. Uh-huh. Depends on the airline, depends on the flight attendant. Okay, and, and then number two, I, I, Law and Order has been on the air for 100 years. And, and I've been recent, watching it for 100 years. Okay, a recent episode just a couple of weeks ago, one of the police officers gave one of the suspects a can Oh, wait, of, wait, 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 sorry, my crew brought this up. Sorry, 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 Jim, to interrupt. The guy next okay. to her got an unopened beverage when he requested an, it. An unopened beverage. A beer. He paid for it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. You said that. Okay, you said that. All right. I, I, I thought it was a half. Or I, when I first heard the report on the news before I heard you talking about it a week ago, they said she requested the other half of the can. It was a open can, and she wanted the other half. So no, I, she wanted the can. She wanted the can, but she wanted to drink it later, so she didn't want it opened. Okay, and they said it could be used that. as a weapon because it's harder with the soda in it. You know. Well, if you break one of them cans open, it's just like a razor blade. And That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Yeah. Jim, I'm feeling Bye. you. I'm feeling you there, buddy. We are out of time. Will you call me again? Okay. I love you. All right. I love you, too. Bye. Bye. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you will as well. Mark and Andrew, you rock. I'm going to go get myself a full can of Diet Coke. Have a good day. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, A unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.